1: everybody, and welcome to the show. If you're listening live, today is Tuesday, October 14th, and I'm so excited because I'm going to be speaking at Ecom Chicago this weekend, and I hope that you guys can join me. If you haven't heard about it yet, um, just go to EcomChicago.com. It's going to be a really great show. They've got lots of awesome, awesome topics going on, and I get to talk about my favorite topic, which is, of course, e-commerce. SEO, love that stuff um, and my guest today will also be at the show and you'll be able to see him as well our guest today is Brandon Dupski and I hope I said that correctly because y'all know how bad I am with last na- last names but Brandon has been an e-commerce trailblazer with over 16 years experience originally building one of the largest companies selling on eBay back in the very, very early day he's won awards for e-commerce, businessman of the year, Forbes, best of the web, fastest growing company, all kinds of great stuff. You might have even heard him before. Um, Brandon, welcome to the show. Holy cow, you do so much. I love it.
2: Hi, Shauna. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here.
1: Oh, and what are you going to be talking about in uh, e-commerce Chicago?
2: Okay, so in e Chicago, I'm going to share uh, my e-commerce money for nothing system and basically how sellers can free their time and and sell smarter and and most of that comes from automation or outsourcing using virtual assistants.
1: Mm, love it. Love it. Love it. Now, um I know we're going to talk a little bit about that today, but I always love starting out um a conversation by learning like how did you get started? Like what made you what was your story that got you to sell your first item? To how you got here today because I love hearing people's story because you know so many of our listeners are in that beginning stages and I want them to know that we've been there and this is where you can go
2: okay yeah my, um, I love telling the story it's been a long time so I started you know 16 years ago um, mm-hmm. when e- eBay and e-commerce was very new and so learning things in the hard way back then and mm-hmm. my story is very typical um, I started selling on eBay, selling records. Somebody introduced me to eBay, and um, I had old records, vinyl records, right, in my house that I didn't need anymore, and I said, well, let's try to sell these, and um, had great success. Uh-huh. And so obviously at that point, making more money than I ever imagined um, in the early days of eBay, and I was hooked. Um, being an entrepreneur just caught my attention, and um, very quickly, you know, went from the corporate lifestyle into, you know, growing and building my own eBay business. Um, full uh-huh. time. I mean, I did spend about a year, year and a half transitioning, you know, out of the basement of my house um, in the beginning. But um, I was very ambitious, very aggressive, very you know um, savvy in those early days. And I built a big operation on eBay. Um, back in the day, it was the largest seller on eBay from a gross dollar standpoint. And I had um, you know 60 to 70 employees working for me. I was shipping from 50 different warehouses, drop shipping, you know, a lot of that and also had my own warehouse and employees. And mm-hmm. um, we were shipping thousands of orders a day. And so I went from zero to big, you know, in the course of about eight years um, mm-hmm. in the early days. So that's mm-hmm. the, the short version of my early day story.
1: <laughs> I, it's an overnight success that took you eight years, right?
2: Of course, of course. Nobody, you know, everybody always sees you when you're at the top, but they don't realize how much work it takes them to, be, you know, to get there you know, in advance.
1: Oh no, they don't. They really don't. And you know what I find so funny is that you know, on my on my climbing ladder that I even did, it's like, you know, I remember You know, back in 1999, answering phone calls at 2 o'clock in the morning because I didn't want to miss a single cell because, you know, it was like if somebody was calling, you just had to, you know, you had to be right on that. You know, now Mm -hmm. I'm thankful of the customers that try to call me at 2 a.m. now, I let them go to voicemail. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yep, exactly. Me too. You know, the part I loved was, was figuring out the the math. In the early days, we had no no software to keep track of things, and so I had a piece of paper for every item I sold, and I tracked what it cost me, how much did I pay to ship it, what, what was my eBay fees, you know, and so sort on. Of, what was my final profit? So, I mean, I was building processes back in ninety eight. You know, in the early days.
1: Yeah. Oh my lord! I gosh, I remember this so much. <laughs> I, it's you know you you remember like okay yeah the whole process of growing the business and everything so so once you became a success how did you get into doing speaking gigs and helping other customers how did that
2: evolve? Well, that was about eight years ago as well. So back at the time when I was peaked, you know, and you know being um, kind of a, a shining star of yeah eBay, um, I wrote a book um, with the partnership called. Um, The Insider Secrets of an eBay Millionaire. And so that kind of got me into the speaking gig where I traveled around the world. I was on stages talking to eBay sellers, you know, back in the day on how to sell on eBay. And Mm so um, I've kind of been doing it ever since. That's how I got started.
1: Wow. That's pretty cool. I know, you know, I went, you know, where I had, um, I couldn't find questions. So I started learning this stuff and I remember being at like a work at home mom forum and then I would get people asking me, well, how did you do that? And I learned that I actually enjoyed helping others than I did um, having my own stores. And so it was just this progression that happened. And I think that um, I think the most important thing for store owners to understand is that, you know, You are an entrepreneur, you know, um, and you have to follow wherever your business goes, because I know like one minute I was selling Microsoft and then the next minute, the place that we had used for five years, um, the FBI came in after a four year whatever, because they were selling some um, bad Microsoft products, you know, and it took forever to catch them. So it was like, you know, if I didn't have another business going at the time, I would have been dead. So, I mean, are you, you're still not selling the same products, right? You've evolved.
2: <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, I mean, you have to in this space. think, You know, the, the world changes every day, every minute online, right? And so you constantly have to evolve and adjust course along the way. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. All right. So you've got a new system that's called e-commerce money for nothing. And I want to kind of, I want to discuss that and learn more about that, but let's take a real quick break and that way we can like just jump right into it. And thank you for sharing your story because I just feel like it really helps people to hear that. And I love sharing that. So thank you. All right, guys. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back and we're going to learn more about Brandon's e-commerce money for nothing system and you know what he's built and how he's helping e-commerce site owners too because really, we love people that help e-commerce site owners. They are the best. So we want to talk to him about this. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on Webmaster webmasterradio.fm.
0: Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this.
3: WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at max speed to get great domains today.
0: Namejet.com You're back with the ecom experts only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Sean and a Siegel.
1: Welcome back, everybody. We are here with Brandon Dukeski and we're going to learn a little bit about the e-commerce money for nothing system. What is it?
2: Okay, so I told you a little bit on the previous um, segment of the, the first eight years of my e-commerce life. So this is really just the the result of the second eight years of my life. So um, when I was flying high and you know flying big on eBay, um, eight years ago, I actually went out of business. It was a huge train wreck, and I'm not going to get into all the details because it was a very painful experience. But I, but I, um, I learned a lot from that experience. Right? Mm-hmm. I learned a lot on not on things not to do when you build an e-commerce business. And so I took a new um, angle at things, a new light, um, shed a new light on how to do this. And I gave myself a simple goal, and the, and the, my goal was I wanted to have a one-man business instead of all these employees. Mm-hmm. I wanted to. Um, I wanted to build a $1 million a year business because I knew that the gross margins from that would support my family. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to um, do it in one year's time. And I wanted to, and this is the kicker, I only wanted to work one hour a day. Um, and so I gave that my one, 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 one goal. And I worked on a piece of paper and that was my objective, you know, starting from scratch.
0: Mm-hmm. Take
2: everything I learned and see if I can achieve it. And so that kept me focused on building a, you know, a big enough business For Mm -hmm. one person to run by themselves, but don't build work for myself. Don't build um, all this necessary, you know, the entire day where you're spending, you know, eight to five or, you know, eight to eight or whatever, um, working on the business. I didn't want to be locked down to my computer this time like I was in the past. Mm -hmm. And so it it took me a little while. I mean, it it took me about a year and a half or so, but I finally reached my goal. And along the way, I, 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 I started figuring this thing out. And this was, you know, I built this system for myself originally. And over the last eight years, I've kind of refined it. You know, I've learned new lessons along the way. Uh-huh. And um, now, I've, now I realize, you know, a lot of my friends who are also sellers online are in the same boat. You know, they're working all day. Uh-huh. And they feel like they've created themselves another job. Um, and sometimes the pay is not very good, you know, if you count up all the hours and what you're making. And so the, the objective here is to take what I've learned these last eight years and help, you know, other e-commerce sellers free their time. I mean, that's the main um, theme here, and sell smarter. So uh-huh. there's three different things here. I have what I considered laws, you know, five laws to selling um, to the e-commerce money for nothing lifestyle, and um, ways to free your time and how to sell smarter. And that's basically the program in the big, in the big picture.
1: Now, what do you mean when you say the smallest and biggest e-commerce company?
2: Okay, so that's my funny way of trying to keep it in perspective for myself, right? Um, Mm -hmm. In the past, I wanted to have the biggest um, seller on eBay, right? I wanted to have the big, 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 right? Right. And and what came along with that was a lot of employees, a lot of overhead, a lot of technology, a lot of equipment, a lot of what I call moving parts. Mm -hmm. And so... That's the part that drags you down. That's the part that consumes you and requires your time to manage. The mm-hmm. more moving parts you have, the more time it requires. And so this, this, very, now I focus on the smallest, biggest e-commerce company. I want a big company on the, on the sales side of it, but I want the smallest amount of time and effort that it takes me to make it. Does
1: mm-hmm. that make sense? Very much so. Very much so. Because I can remember when we had, you know, our two offices and 33 employees, and it just became, it became more about the office and the employees than it did about the customers, and I miss the customers.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. It was,
1: it was the managing, the managing, the managing, so I, I totally get that. So, So, you built this system for yourself then?
2: I did. Originally, I built it for myself. And I didn't really call it the e-commerce money for nothing. That was more of a, a marketing term to try to make sense out of it for other people. Mm-hmm. And, and really, it's not a get-rich-quick scheme. I don't want them to think that. It's basically the same thing as the, the rock song, right? You're doing what you love,
0: mm-hmm. and you
2: make money for your efforts, even when you're not working. You know, it's like mm-hmm. building a, you know, It's like building an album or a record or a CD, and then you make money on it over and over and over again. And right. so it's the same concept. You do what you love. And you do make money and you make money um when you're not always working. Right. And you have fun.
1: Yes. Yes. Very much so. <laughs> very, very much so. And and I agree, you know, I can completely understand what you're saying because I, I kind of like I feel like I've been there done that even in this, you know, design business that we have, you know, we we wanted to be like the biggest, you know, we wanted to beat everybody else. And now it's like you know how much work you have to do to be the biggest, you know mm-hmm. um so I love what you're doing for e commerce site owners because you can get so caught up in everything else now, I hear you talk a lot about selling smarter, so what are you what are you referring to, and what do you mean by selling smarter
2: sure i mean it's this, it's the same old rule of work you know working hard or sell or working smarter and so this, I'm just taking that to the e commerce right? And I want Uh you to sell smarter. And so there's five different areas I have sellers to focus on. And the first one is really product selection. Uh Um, A lot of people jump into a product category without doing the research, with enough research, without, you know, understanding all of the the pieces and parts that go along with that product line. And so I try to help sellers really focus and spend a lot of time um, understanding which product they want to sell. Uh And I give them a lot of rules. I've actually got like, over 13 points that do like a product profile analysis and say okay, these are things that are really good for the product line and this is things that are probably not as good. And so you have to know that going in that this product might have a lot of moving parts, this product might have a lot of competition, or this product might have um, a small market niche, you know, and so on and so forth. So Mm -hmm. product selection is a huge um, component of selling smarter and choosing the right products even at the very beginning or as you build a new phase in your business. Uh-huh. Okay. And, and so if you're going to continue from that, the second selling smart thing I like to focus on is knowing your cash flow because e-commerce sellers, e-commerce businesses are really a cash flow business. And without right. cash flow, you're out of business, right? Right. And so a lot of sellers don't know their cash flow as well enough in my opinion. And so I help them focus on their ROI, which is the return on investment, and the return on their inventory. But the other piece that I really focus on is the cycle time. And having sellers understand that they they need to know what percentage or gross dollars they're making, but how quickly they're making it. Again, it's right. a time component. Um, sellers are all very excited about making like a 50% or a 100% margin, but they might spend too much time to get it. And mm-hmm. so I talk about what's called compounding profits when I talk about cash flows and selling smarter in that way. <sighs>
1: Very, very, very smart and makes sense. That's that's what I love is that it's all it's all making sense, um, for especially for anybody reading. The, do you remember uh, the four-hour work week?
2: <laughs> of course, of course. That was a, an inspiration for me when I was building my one-hour work day. So. Yeah,
1: it for has sure. to be. Absolutely. Okay, so, you know, and that's the thing is that in the book, you know, you talk a lot about, You know, how can we free our time? How can we make more time for ourselves so that we're not working, you know, 12, 16 hours a day killing ourselves? So how are you finding that sellers can free their time and be able to have a life that has a little more joy to it? (laughs) Sure.
2: Sure. So there's two ways to free your time. One, you have to look at your business from a whole other perspective. And so I call these laws because I want them, you, to, you to follow them like they're a law, okay? Mm-hmm. And so first I look at these laws and then I show then I show um, sellers how to free their time. So the first law I, that you got to want sellers to remember is spending time does not actually mean you're being productive. And so what I mean by that is we, we try to fill our days. We're entrepreneurs. We want to be working hard, right? And right. it's in our blood or in our nature, our DNA, to work, work, work. And what happens is, is we fill our days full of stuff that really is not necessarily productive. Right. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's just, you know, browsing social media. Sometimes it's just, you know, we, we spend an hour doing a task that should take us five minutes. Right. So being put, you know, spending time does not mean you're being productive. That's the first law I want people to know.
0: Uh-huh.
2: The second one is is you have to have a new uh, viewpoint. So the more successful you become with your business, the less your company needs you. And that's a hard one for people to understand is in this business model of an e-commerce money-for-nothing business, the better you set your business up, the less it needs you every day. Mm -hmm. You you take yourself out of the equation. And that's really against the grain for entrepreneurs as well. Most entrepreneurs put themselves in the formula and want to be needed, right? They build situations that need them. And so they're needed all day. Um, Mm -hmm. And so this is the exact opposite. You want a business that doesn't need you. It runs without you. And so that's the second law. Mm -hmm. Um, The third law, and this one becomes very important when it comes to freeing your time, is the more moving parts your business has, has, the more time it requires you to manage them. Mm -hmm. And so I like to ask sellers, would you like to sell 10,000 units a day uh, a month and make a dollar profit? You make ten thousand dollars in profit a month, or would you rather sell a hundred items a month and make a hundred dollars profit and have ten thousand dollars a month? One yes. of them has a lot less moving parts, mm-hmm. and so you don't need the overhead, you don't need the employees, you don't need to spend as much time managing each one of those pieces.
1: Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes. Are yes, you with me? Yes, I am. Okay. Trust
2: me. <laughs> and so the second. The fourth law is just freeing your time free your mind because selling smarter takes a lot of your mental capacity You know, and, and all these distractions don't allow you to focus on the big picture. It doesn't allow you to research. It doesn't allow you to understand your metrics or your numbers. So you have to free your time so you can free your mind. And then the fifth law, and this is the one that gets us into freeing our time is understanding the difference between moving money and making money. It's my way of trying to get people to understand this. Mm-hmm. Most of the tasks Sellers spend their days on are moving money tasks. Whether it's answering emails, um, listing an item for sale, even packing and shipping a box, none mm-hmm. of these tasks really make them more money. Somebody right. else can do that for you, and whether it's outsourcing or virtual assistance or automation. And so these are money moving tasks, and you have to get yourself out of these tasks so that you can mm-hmm. focus on the money making tasks. Does that make yes. sense? Yes,
1: absolutely. Uh, you know, one of the best, and actually. I got involved with online stores because I went to go work for a guy that was selling different kinds of software out of his living room. Um, And I remember I got him a big sale that got him like $19,000 in profit for this sale. And he's like, Oh, I'm going to give you a big bonus. And he gave me 50 bucks. So I was like, okay, you know what? I could do this selling, you know, different software and be better than you. And, but I learned, and I only worked for this guy for four weeks, but let me tell you something. What I did learn in that time is he kept telling me that you need to stop doing the do and you need to create the do. And I was like, Mm -hmm. what are you talking? At first, I was like, what are you talking about? And you're right. It's those things where you're shipping, you're packing, you're Clicking, process that credit card. Those are all things that you're doing. You're not creating more things to do. You're just constantly doing the do. And doing re- a job for yourself, basically. Yeah, yeah. And that's where if you can get people to help you do the do, then you can spend more time creating the do. I loved that. That was like the best lesson. Four weeks of... That was probably the best thing he taught me in that four weeks, let me tell you. Well, I (laughs) want to talk to you a little bit about using... um, outsourcing to virtual assistants, um, because I love this idea and I don't think enough store owners use them um, to their ability to help them grow their business and do those dues. So let's take another real quick break and then we'll come right back and we're going to discuss this a little, you know, a little more, because if you think about what he's saying, everything makes sense. If you've read the four hour work week, you know, it's it's the same kind of thoughts and feelings, except this is applied to e-commerce, which I think is awesome. So we want to apply that to e-commerce because that's what we do. Right, guys? All right. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on WebmasterRadio.fm.
0: Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after...
3: I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text radio 221691. That's radio 221691 for Moby Mantis. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. Webmasterradio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business to business podcast network through iHeartRadio Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now.
0: You're back with the econ experts only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel.
1: Welcome back everybody. We're here with Brandon Dupski and we're really talking about how we need to be creating more of the do instead of doing. More of the do. I know that sounds confusing at first, but once you start saying it over and over again, it starts to make sense. I promise. All right. So I know you talk about like outsourcing to virtual assistants. So where should sellers start when they're doing that? Because I feel like 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 I had this big problem, and I'll admit I still do. You know that control freak in me wants to make sure that something's done right and maybe it will take me more time to tell somebody else to do it so I'll just do it but of course that means that instead of just doing it that one time I'm now doing it a hundred times we've all been there we all do it so you know how should you start as far as outsourcing to virtual assistants okay yeah
2: so this is a hot topic right now a lot of sellers are exploring this approach of how to outsource their business
0: mm-hmm. um, and
2: virtual assistance is a hot, hot topic right now, um, and so um, a lot of people are, are, are learning this the hard way, and so my goal is to help them get there quicker and in a smoother, you know, on a smoother path, I suppose. Um, so for my business, one of the steps I had to do was also hire virtual assistants to work for me because that was part of my formula, right? And mm-hmm. so. Um, many years ago now, I hired my first virtual assistant. Now this was trial and error for me as well. I tried, you know, Odesk and other types of um, temporary service agency websites and and portals and, you know, I would spend money with somebody and just not be happy with the results and spend money with somebody else and not be happy with the results and just a lot of trial and error. So it took me a while to find um, a good virtual assistant for myself. So I kind of, I know those those learning curve, you know, pains, I suppose. Uh But um, so what I did is I, I I said, I want to have somebody focused on my business. Day in and day out, they wake up, focus on growing my business for me. You know, uh-huh. of course, I wake up with the same ambition, but they do as well. And so I don't want to change workers, you know, from week to week or month to month. I want somebody focused on my business. So I hired a full-time virtual assistant. I said, you're working on my company 100% of your time. Uh-huh. And um, I didn't have, you know, 100% of, the you know, 80 hours, 40 hours a week of, of work in the beginning, but I just I didn't care. I wanted to have somebody focus on my business, right? Uh-huh. And then I found more things for them to do for me over time. Oh, well, they could do this or they could do that. And so I could fill their schedule um, over that course of time. But what I also learned is um, people have different skill sets. And so later on, I had needs that this person really wasn't very good at, right? And so I added on to my team, like somebody could do graphic design, or another person might be better at on-page SEO, another person might be better at answering emails, and another person might be better at um, inventory management and, and data, right? And so mm-hmm. I've, I've grown this team over the course of the last few years um, of people with different skill sets. Now, mm-hmm. the challenge for me, of course, is I don't have a full-time need myself. And for that's when the idea came to outsource my team to other virtual assistants. But um, let me step back and, answer, and better answer your question, where should people start? So um, sellers need to evaluate their situation and how they spend their day, right? Um, uh-huh. Once they start looking at tasks and understanding that they're money-moving tasks or money-making tasks, uh-huh. um, they, 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 if they know the difference between the two, they can start working on the money-moving tasks. And typically, they're going to be things that like answer emails, processing orders, um, inventory adjustments, sending orders to drop shippers, um, t- um, the listing products on marketplaces, and so forth. Things that can be done remotely and uh-huh. are done on a day by day by day basis. You want repetitive tasks. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um. and find the ones that are just really eating your time up, distracting you from being able to look at the big picture and and start with a simple task, right? Start with just one task that won't kill your business if it's not done exactly the way you want it the first day, you know, or the second day, or, you know, let, let them learn your process, let them learn your business, let them learn your, you know, um, how you're unique, your business is unique to everybody else's
0: mm-hmm. and
2: and so forth first.
0: Uh Um,
2: And once they become more comfortable with how you deal with, you know, running a business and how you do things differently than everybody else and how you like things to be done, then you can give them another task and another task and another task. So start off small. Of course, like anything, I I encourage people to do. Start off small, you know, so that you're not putting a lot at risk Uh um, from your business standpoint and take small steps to get there.
1: Yeah, because that what you're talking about is exactly right. It's kind of scary kind of of jumping in, but I did like that you said that you hired that person full time even though at the time you didn't have necessarily the work for them to do full time. Um I have found that that to be completely true. Whenever I hire a new person that's going to be helping me, it's like, "Oh, well, I need more time. I could give them this task. Oh, well, wait mm-hmm. a minute. I could give them this task. I could give them this task and this task. And you start to realize because you're forced to pay them for full time and you don't want to waste money, You actually, I feel like you actually make yourself give things to them to handle for you, and that's why you hired them in the first place.
2: Yep, exactly. It, it, it accelerates that learning curve and that transition. Of, yeah. of, of processes because you're, you're not limited. You know, you you almost a a limited resource on the other side, and you're limited, so let's free my time. Give it to them.
1: Now, a lot of people ask, like, well, where do I find a virtual assistant? That's usually the next question. You know, how yep. do I find my own team?
2: Yep. And, and so there's, there's tons of websites out there today. I mean, you can do a search for the word virtual assistant or VA, and e-commerce. Those are the words that I like to use, right? E-commerce, virtual assistants. And you'll, you'll get all kinds of sites, websites that are marketplaces, portals, websites that are just focused on it from different countries. I mean, you can find them in Vietnam, in Bangladesh, in India, in um, the Philippines, and even in China. And so they're all over the country. Um, one thing that I always recommend is, is virtual assistants come in, in many shapes, sizes, you know, and flavors and um, extra pieces, right? And mm-hmm. so my, my goal was to find somebody that was an expert in e-commerce because e-commerce is its own breed of a business, right? It has its own ins and outs and ups and downs and ways to do things. And so right. if you get a virtual assistant that's really good at real estate, you know, they're, they're, they're used to helping real estate agents, they're not going to be as good at helping you sell stuff online through your e-commerce business. Mm-hmm. So find sellers or virtual assistants that have e-commerce experience if you can.
1: Yes. Now, do you. I understand you have like a your own team of virtual assistants. Is
2: yes. that correct? So, yeah, and so my team that I built for myself, and I've even trained them into the you know the certain aspects of e-commerce. They had e-commerce background before working for me, but I have trained them to another degree, right, on how I run an e-commerce business. You know, in my e-commerce money for nothing, you know, um, approach, mm-hmm. and so. That whenever I hire a new um, team member, they have to work for me first. You know, they have to do processes for my business first because that gets, you know, that gets um, them up to speed. And if they, you know, they have mistakes or things they, they do wrong in the beginning, they don't know it yet, they do it on my account. They do it, you right. know, in, on my watch. And once they're um, up to speed, then these um, virtual assistants go into the pool for everybody else that I, I do work for. My team does work for. And so we actually do, I, I do outsource my team to other sellers who have a need
0: Mm
2: -hmm. um, for virtual assistant work for e-commerce sellers.
1: Mm. I I like that you're kind of uh, pre-vetting them. Now a question that we often get asked is, you know, you know, there's maybe you've got a store owner who, and I think we've all been there, you know, you're, you've got enough profit to handle what you're doing, but, you know, that that hiring on someone is a little nervous, but yet you know that you need to do it because if not, you're not going to be able to grow your business anymore. So what kind of pricing would people be looking at when they're looking at hiring a virtual
2: assistant? Sure. So the price ranges do vary, and, and it does vary on quality as well. So when you go out to, you can go out to websites such as Elance, Odesk, and Fiverr, Um, and so forth, and you'll find people doing virtual assistant services for around $4 to $10 an hour, depending on what they're doing. Um, Again, sometimes, you know, price can determine quality. Sometimes it doesn't. So there's not a direct correlation there. You you know, you almost have to try and error um, and find Uh out who's doing good. Um, But the the one thing that I tell people, and I, I tell them if it's not worth the task is not worth it for you to pay somebody else to do. It's not worth it for you to do either because your time uh-huh. is far more valuable than a virtual assistant ever going to cost you. Right. And so you have to look at yourself as being worth, you know, $100, 200 $300 an hour, whatever you think you're worth, right? And once you start valuing your own time at the appropriate level, you'll realize that those tasks um, are worth $10 an hour for a virtual assistant to do because your time's now free, right. um, freed up. And and so um, the way we do it is I I have pricing plans that that buy credits, mm-hmm. And depending on how many credits you buy, the cost per hour goes down. So mm-hmm. my virtual assistants range from nine eighty eight an hour, which is below ten dollars, to six sixty three an hour. So that's a very um, low cost rate to get a, an e commerce um, expert working for your business. Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know, it's so funny. I I love that you've done that and you've trained them. Um I was actually reading this book and I thought this was so brilliant. Um it had a link to Fancy Hands. Have you ever heard of them? Fancy Hands. And it's so it's I think like if people are scared, like this might be just a really great way to just kind of like try something. <laughs> Um, But they, they have where you buy by tasks, you know, so like you could have them do like five requests and it's $30 for the month for them to do like five things. And you can have them do research or do planning or whatever it may be. And I thought, you know, when I saw that, I thought this is a great way to at least so that people can jump in. Because I think once they use that a couple of times, they're going to be like, I need to do this more. You know, Mm -hmm. I need to do this more. And so for people that are scared, that might be one option to try for 30 bucks. You get five tasks. Just something to try because i looked at that and I thought that's kind of interesting, you know, now granted, it's not going to have the experience that you guys have over with yours, but I think the main point is they got to get started somewhere.
2: Yeah. And that's true to some degree. Um, one thing I found I've learned is if you're giving a short term task, Mm -hmm. the quality is not as necessarily, um, as, as good as you would expect. Sometimes, I mean, it really depends on who you hire. Of course, I don't. I've never used right. these fancy hands. But um, but what I like to do is have somebody focused on your business long term, right? And so we focus on those day to day repetitive tasks because mm-hmm. then that person is going to become really good at that task. They're going right. to know your business inside and out over the course of you know weeks and months and and so forth. And so. These people become, it's, it's the same benefit of hiring a full-time employee, but you don't have the cost. You don't have the overhead. You don't have the employment taxes or, or OSHA requirements and, and insurances and all those things, right? Mm-hmm. So, and, and you don't have to hire a full-time person. I mean, you right. just hire a part-time and get the full-time benefits of somebody focused every day on your business. So we focus on those repetitive tasks. Those are what we really are good at yes. in, in my opinion. Yes.
1: Well, and and there is a need for that, you know, because you can't have someone that I'll go ahead and to go do this in my store if they don't know your store and they don't know how it operates and they don't know anything else either. That is, you know, you are going to have some issues with that, of course. So (laughs) I like that you've got them that are trained, but it's I think I think it's like for store owners that you need to understand that you really you can outsource pretty much most things that you're doing um and and get help for that you just that but i know that a lot of people struggle with that control you know how did you get over that because i'm sure you even went through that as well
2: i had withdrawals i mean there was times where i i you know put myself into the middle of the formula again and then i found myself working too hard and so, I mean, it it was trial and error. It was, you know, learning, you know, one step backwards, two steps forward, and then sometimes two steps backwards, one step forward, you know. It, so over the last eight years, you know, I've gotten better at it than, you know, the earlier part of the eight years. Um, but, but one thing I try to do is I try to, I um, I say that I can, I have 98% of my business automated or outsourced. And so Uh only 2% of my business requires me. And I can run my business from my cell phone anywhere in the world. And that's the way, you know, if I I keep things in perspective, you know, the Mm -hmm. smallest, biggest e-commerce business, and you know, only having to work 2% of all the tasks in my business. And so that helps keep me focused. um, Right. Today.
1: Right. It took a while. It did. It does. It does, and we've all been there. We all understand, Um, and I think that's an important thing to remember. Now, I understand that you also do some coaching. Is that correct?
2: Of course. Um, So one of the things with my my business model is I freed up all my time. Sometimes I get bored. <laughs> um, and so, um, in the summer, I can I can deal with that. I go swimming, I go walking around, you know, um, the neighborhood. I play with my kids, you know, and, and we go on vacations. And, and so, the summertime, I'm okay. But in the winter, I get kind of bored here in Nebraska because it gets cold. Uh-huh. And so, um, what I decided to do is I, I decided to um, allocate certain number of hours each month of my time to helping others because I already do this. I mean, I'm talking on the phone with sellers all the time. I'm in discussion boards. I go to conferences. I'm always helping sellers already, right? So why don't I make a way for them to approach me and ask for help when they want it,
0: mm-hmm. um,
2: and instead of you know feeling weird or you know only doing it once a, once a year when they need more help? And so um, I put together an e-commerce coaching program where I'll help sellers either you know whether it's selling smarter and going through the big picture, the strategy, the product selection, and so forth, the merchandising and marketing side of things or in their time, where it's more of the automation, you know, what time things are pulling, pulling your time and consuming you, or, you know, how can we use virtual assistants to help you and so forth. And so the coaching program is going really well right now, um, mm-hmm. helping sellers one-on-one, basically, um, with their unique issues and challenges and situations.
1: Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Well, um, give us a URL where people can go to and get more information.
2: Okay, so um, the coaching program, I have a special offer for your listeners, and this is for this, your listeners alone, okay?
0: Awesome. Um,
2: and so there's a landing page, there's a URL that they can go to. It's ecommercemoney.com, just as it sounds, ecommercemoney.com, forward slash expert, E-X-P-E-R-T. Um, and, and the special offer I'm giving your listeners is um, $120 savings. Um, nice. That's a big savings, 120 dollar savings on their first month of coaching. Now, coaching normally costs 249 a month, and mm-hmm. and so they will get it for 129 that first month. Um, awesome. And so they get it. We get to spend an hour on the phone, just one on one, going through their business. And I actually spend a lot of time via email as well, because they get unlimited email with me as well for the month.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: I'll ask them a bunch of questions about what's their challenges, what's their objectives, what's their goals, what, you know, what, what's really pressing them right now. And we'll go through, you know, solving those issues and building a plan for the month and then um, during the month we'll communicate via email on how things are going and you know, things to adjust along the way possibly.
0: Uh-huh. And so
2: it's a great way to because I find sellers are sometimes feel like they're alone in their businesses. They don't have anybody yeah. in their neighborhood or in their you know, their circle of friends that know e commerce and uh-huh. they go to conferences once a year, you know, and they need somebody to ask um, their opinion on. You know, that'll give them an honest opinion that might have been in the same situation before. And so my experience really helps when it comes to that.
1: Hmm. I love it. I love it. You know, and when you have somebody that has that experience, they can especially help you with the multi-channels. Because, the, you know, um, it, I know that you've, you've kind of had your, your eggs laid out in many different baskets, which has helped you to succeed. Um, when one goes down, another one is right there to pick it back up. So I know that you've got experience with that as well.
2: Yeah. A lot of sellers are currently in the stage of trying to become more independent with their own websites versus selling on Amazon and eBay only. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, helping, I'm coaching a lot of people right now on how to do that transition. You know, yeah. Selling on a website is a whole nother beast compared to selling on the marketplace. Absolutely. You really have to put on your marketing hat and do things a lot different. Focus on the customer experience, your unique selling proposition, and these are things that people don't necessarily think about when they're selling on a marketplace.
0: And Mm -hmm. so that's
2: that's one thing I um, I see a lot of coaching um, coaching needs for.
0: I
1: love it. I love it. All right, so guys, I put the chat uh, or the link in our chat room. Um, Once again, that was ecommercemy dot com forward slash. expert. And (laughs) one of our listeners in the chat room said that's completely correct. Feeling alone in e-commerce, most people's circles of friends, I do not feel like they understand it at all. I completely agree with you. You know, it's like somebody who is not involved in e-commerce and they ask me what I do. And I'm like, "Uh, I'm a Yahoo small business partner. I help to build these online stores. And it's like... What's that, you
2: know? And speak our own language, (laughs) don't we? And so going to conferences and visiting with other sellers is totally um, valuable.
1: Oh, my gosh. So absolutely. You know, and that's what we hope, you know, bringing together every week. Have you guys come in here and chatting with others and learning more is really, really helpful. You know, um, I know that, like, we even have, like, we have, like, a group coaching for, for the store owners where they ask questions people don't think about. So I definitely think it's important to work with a coach because you do feel like you're all alone and you do feel like it's like, well, I don't know what to do the next step. So working with somebody can definitely help you with that. And I do love that you've already set up these virtual assistants because I think that's where things get a little scary, you know, when it's time Mm -hmm. to bring someone into your business, especially if you don't know them and now you're bringing them in. So it's, it's nice to have a group of people that you already know are, they're well-educated, they know what they're doing, you know, and they're not going to turn around and take your business the next day.
2: And, and I'm in the middle of it. I'm the one guaranteeing their service personally, myself, right? And so I'm in the middle of that transition, transaction giving um, this, the safety and the security that a lot of virtual assistants don't, don't offer you on their independent services. So, Correct. Um, yeah. a lot more of assurance.
1: I like that. I like that. Um, because it can be scary. So, you know, mm-hmm. this is a great way to have somebody hold your hand and walk you through it, and I like that too. So thank you so much for the special offer for our listeners. Um, I think that's absolutely wonderful. We're just so happy to have you here. And when we put the replay on our blog, we'll also put the link up if you guys need it again, you know, com. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here with us today. I think I think you bring up a lot of things that store owners know that they have to do, but they're scared to start that first step.
2: Absolutely. So, it was my pleasure, you. Shana.
1: All right, thank you. All right, guys, that's it for us today, but we will be back here next week at 2 p.m. Eastern. Um, we've got a special guest for you that is um, Ben... <sighs> been in e-commerce from the start as well. And we're going to use his experience um, to learn more about how to build your store. So we want to bring you guys the best. um, And Brandon certainly is. And I hope that you guys will come see us at Ecom Chicago this weekend. And if not, I hope I see you guys back here next week for Ecom Experts on radio.fm. Thanks, everybody.